1: Hey guys, Jason Christie here. How are you going? Hello. Uh, What's going on? What's happening? This is just a little um. What do you call them? A PSA.
2: Yeah, a PSA a to centre. let you know that Thinker Girl the podcast uh, will be having a brand new face very soon, and all of our podcasts are going to be living in one destination. We have very big news to share with you over the next month or so. So make sure that you are following and subscribing Thinker Girl the podcast feed. Um, these episodes are going to go across all different feeds. Um, the link will be in the show notes of this episode uh exactly where you need to find us because in maybe a month or so there will be one destination yeah but you're in the right place for that you are Mm -hmm. well you might be
1: yeah this is going to go across a lot of different feeds. and if you're not you will be now so just click the link in show notes because that's where we're going to be hanging
2: yes and make sure you do so you've got probably about a month to get your shit together yeah love you guys love you now for the show
3: Get ready cause here I come. Blah 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 blah
2: blah. It's that time of the week again. I actually thought maybe I was a lesbian. <laughs> All the thoughts you're thinking, but not saying. This is just a potty for us to chew the fat, bitches to bitches.
1: Stacey and I will go ham. <laughs> <It's>
3: very nothing down. Get ready, cuz here I come. Coming up this app. Ep-
1: the thought of you getting pregnant right now, Stacey June, absolutely terrifies me. <sighs> Thinker Girl, the podcast with the Thinker Girls, Stacey June and Christy Mercer. Hello, hello! It's Thinker Girl, the podcast with Stacey June and Christy Mercer. What's up? It's our summer sessions little bit, you know. I'm here too. <laughs>
2: Hey guys, I uh, hope you are chilling um, and having a nice break like we are. Um, this this podcast is to just throw back to the last, the year that it was, giving you our favourite moments um, on the podcast and on the radio show.
1: Yeah, um, if you want the lowdown on what the dealio is for us in 2018, it's very, very exciting. We announced the Thinker Girls pod channel that's going to be launching Jan 2018.
2: Yes, that's right. Make sure you're subscribing to Think Girl the podcast uh, because that is where the pod channel will launch and there'll be more info on that on that next year. But it now, just enjoy. Enjoy Back back
1: backtracking. <laughs> this week has been a V big week. Yeah, and we did not give away cars for every caller. No, no, yeah. but what we did do is strap a fake pregnancy belly to your stomach in an effort f- for you not to want to get pregnant ever because it just terrifies me. How yeah. does it affect me? How does Swing. it affect the show? But um swings around about yeah. I'm sure our listeners would have preferred the cars. <laughs> you know, um, but then, no, because a couple of weeks ago in particular, because you've always wanted to get pregnant, you're always rubbing your belly, you're always getting a wee belly and thinking that it's excellent. You've been doing this for years before I met you, which well, is we hilarious. we put a photo up, I think, on our
2: Facebook page or Instagram of 2013, I think, that I've been photographed.
1: But you started this. talking about it in particular a couple of weeks ago when you spoke about this pregnancy photo shoot where you saw this nude pregnant woman in a bath of um, Fruit Loops. Mm, and you're like, And you're like, that's brilliant. And I was like, look. If you legit still want to be pregnant after this horrific week of challenges that I'm going to put you through to change your mind, then your reward can be that photo shoot. The
2: photo that I want to, um, well, I didn't even think about cre- like recreating that. I just thought that would be a cool photo shoot I would aspire to. But now
1: it looks like it's becoming closer. It's on Instagram if you want to check it out. Look, if you've missed any of this week's pregnancy challenges, here's a little roundup. Stacy, pregnant day one. It looks like a giant chicken fillet, but it's like a bone. You can see, oh, God. because it's actually true to life of what so a pregnancy belly would actually feel like. Okay, so pull I'm the plastic off.
2: <laughs>
1: and then I took Stacy to yoga. Only she did it pregnant. Has anyone got any injuries? Uh, any niggles? Anyone pregnant? Yeah, 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 yep. Yep. yes, yeah, yep. okay. Sorry, um, sorry, is that safe that she's doing a headstand uh, with no. a kid? No, no, no. So. Stacey pregnant day two. See, this is the thing, I feel as though you've glamorized what it is to be pregnant for all of this time, but now the realities will start to kick in. Stacey pregnant day three. And then we went lingerie shopping, only. For maternity bras, this is a beautiful style. On how do you feel?
2: Um, it's really cute. I would wear this every day. Yeah, any day. I love it. That's what we want to hear. Great. That's a great shape on you as well. I mean, I might take. I might actually take
1: this. Stacey, pregnant day three.
2: Oh God, turn that down. Okay, that's the
1: alarm. It's the wee alarm. You've got to go. Go, Stacey. Every 30 minutes, you've got to do the wee because you're now pregnant. You've got to take your headphones off and run. Run, girl, run! Stacey, pregnant day four. Stacey's abs are hooked up to a neuromuscular stimulation machine to simulate what contractions would actually feel yeah, like. But explain to people why you're doing this to me. I don't want you to get pregnant anytime soon. You're just putting me through pain. So why can you take it easy with that plus sign. Oh, oh. So I'm bumping
2: up the dials. Uh, whoa, 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 whoa! Oh my god! It so feels,
1: okay, so it's like um. Oh, I feel uncomfortable and a little bit nauseous. So we're currently now pushing it up close to what a contraction would actually feel like. We're sitting on
2: it's really
1: 30. Are you okay? Well, it's
2: not nice, mate. It's not nice. Okay, do you want to hold my hand? No, I actually want to swear in your face and oh. I definitely don't want you to touch me. Okay, do you reckon this has
1: changed your mind ever from wanting to go through pregnancy?
2: Well, I don't want to feel like this, but if it meant that I had a beautiful baby at the end of it, I'm still in. Whew. It's been a real rollercoaster of emotions this whole week. Some For some more than others, I would think me. <laughs> it's interesting because there's been times where I've gone, I absolutely still want to do this, and then there's been times where I've thought, I really would lose my life as I know it. And I don't know if I'm overly ready for that this second.
1: And that is why next we're going to get your final answer as to whether this entire pregnancy week challenge has changed your mind. The Thinker Girls is our username on Instagram. You can get there and see a photo that has inspired Stacey to basically want to be pregnant. Although this is something that you've felt for quite some time. It was that photo shoot of a naked pregnant woman in the bath, full with Fruit Loops, mm. that's just really just struck a chord.
2: Oh, I just think it's stunning. I mean, move over Miranda Kerr or any of these fitness people. <laughs> I would like to recreate that. But I didn't think that it would be
1: anything that you would get so insecure about, to be fair. Look, this entire week, if you've missed it, Um, I have done absolutely every single thing in my power to make you not want to get pregnant. Yoga, pregnant, lingerie shopping, preggers. You couldn't get your nail done even though your shellac was horrific. Or nails. Yeah, like you you had to wee every 30 minutes with an alarm. You've actually legit experienced what labour would feel like after I hooked you up to a simulator and you cried on air and then you had muscle spasms in your back for a day after. Like I've literally thrown everything your way. And look, before you make up your mind as to whether this week has even remotely changed your mind, I just want to be actually legit truthful for a moment because the thought of you getting pregnant right now, Stacey June, absolutely terrifies me because there's just... There's so much unknown because what does that mean for us and for our and our friendship? But I know truly that that is ridiculously selfish because it's not about me or about my fears. It's something way beyond me, beyond the Thinker Girls, because I know truly that you have been put on this earth to do something really important, and that is to be a mum. And through this week, whew, It has been absolutely confirmed you would make the bloody best mum and any kid that was lucky enough to grow up to have you as their mum has just full-time hit the jackpot. And just like every other thing that we do in life, I will be following your lead and I will be right there with you in the thick of it.
0: Getting pregnant Basically
1: kick it to me. (laughs) Look, I feel like you might need a little bit more than this week to prepare you, not that I think that you actually are ever legit prepared, and I'm absolutely not equipped to do that. So that is why I have called in some bitches that know what they are on about. My bestie Mia and your bestie Erin to share the things about motherhood and about parenthood that nobody had told them in the past. And here they are with their words of wisdom.
4: Okay, things that people don't tell you when you become a parent... Some days, you definitely won't shower before 1pm. It's fine. It's normal. You've just got
3: to roll with it.
4: The way you communicate changes. You have to step it up 1000%. Checking in with each other very often to see if your partner is coping okay, asking them if they need a break, discussing every second of what you have coming up in your life. Who's taking a baby? I oh, thought you had him this afternoon. Everything must be approved.
3: You are my one and all. Going
4: to the bathroom alone becomes an absolute luxury, especially when your child moves around and can literally follow you everywhere. You literally have to teach them everything. Sometimes I'm surprised at the things they don't know how to do, like something so simple as wiping their own R. There is no how-to guide for this one. Trust me, I've Googled it. How much of your self-esteem comes from your work? Can you let go of work-related satisfaction and achievements and find internal gratification from your new job, raising a child? All the relationships you have change. The way you look at your partner, the way you relate to your parents and how much time you have for your friends. In many ways, it's great. In other ways, it's a sense of mourning what once was. There's nothing you can really do to prepare for this other than know that change is coming. Something that no one ever told me is that no one, and I mean no one, will ever look at you the way your baby does. A
0: little ray of sunshine.
2: Oh, here we are. I didn't think that this would take a turn like this. What are you doing to me? I just, I mean, honestly, when I saw that freaking pregnancy photo shoot, I, I, I the thing is, I think what you've picked up as well is that this is all a joke. But then deep down, it's kind of not because since I was a little girl, I've always thought about being a mum. And since I suppose when my last, like my big relationship broke up, the hardest thing for me was to think about how that would ever happen again, you know, and, Mm -hmm. um, and that's the part of that journey, especially being single that you kind of don't get control over. Yeah. You can have a baby by yourself, but I'd kind of decided that that wasn't for me, um, And I have not, I've, you know, it's interesting because we share so much on this show and I feel a bit compelled and so emotional to share that I actually have met someone uh, (laughs) uh, really quite recently in its early days, but I just think that this is the real exciting time for me because these types of dreams and the things that we joke about on this show may at one point be um, a reality for me. So I'm a very happy person and I 100% still want to be pregnant. So basically, so do I get the Fruit Loop photo So basically
1: shoot? you are on the, the Fruit Loops photo shoot in the bath who's happening. I mean, it's it's a done deal. And I'll fill you in on the guy eventually. Well, oh. that will come.
2: But I just felt compelled to share and be like, yeah, this is going to happen for me, I Get ready because here I come. Missed anything from the Thinker Girls this week? Don't worry. We've
4: been waiting for you at
2: au to catch up. Yes,
4: okay. And... Um,
5: Go. So, 20 years ago, no, um, <laughs> I want to talk about, I just think it's a conversation that we don't have enough. I think maybe like, I don't know, 10 years ago or something, there was a bit of a stigma around, oh, I need to go and see a therapist because I'm not coping with life. And I just think now everyone should do it and it should be a mandatory thing. And I've found just in my own experience, of being been to therapy on and off over the years. And it's for a number of reasons, like I went through a divorce and... That was crap, and so I went to therapy for that. My parents split up, and then like one of my best friends tragically died. Like so, just throughout traumas in my life, I've managed to go and get like really good counsel, really good advice on how to manage my emotions, talk about how I feel, be really honest with myself. And I feel like now at 37, I am a really good person, and I know myself well enough to make really good choices. And it all comes back to these skills that this therapist has instilled in me over the years and years of of chatting. And so there's, you know, chatting to your girlfriends and chatting to your mom and your parents and stuff. And then there's talking to someone who's not emotionally connected Mm. and who is skilled at, Talking you through all of your stuff. Let's talk about. Let's talk about
2: the reality of therapy and finding a therapist because I think this is one of the things that may turn Mm. people off a bit. So, can you tell us um, if it was always the one therapist you found straight away? How you found them, what it was like at the beginning? Because I know it took me a couple. Maybe I've had maybe two or three, or even four, over a few years until I got to about my late twenties. I mid to late twenties where I found someone who now I'm still with but I've moved to the state so I may have to look again because it's just the Skype. But site, it's hard when you hard. feel like
1: you've invested in that well, She
2: too. knows you everything. Keep going. Different relationships she's yeah. been with me in, you that's know, like true. it's mm. incredible. But I think a lot of people go to one and then go, it didn't work, I don't like so it. Then so then you rule out therapy altogether. I want us to yeah, talk yeah, yeah. about the mm. reality of finding a therapist.
5: So I feel like, well, first of all, it's sort of like a hairdresser, like – you might have five or six over the course of your life, and that's mm-hmm. fine. Yeah, because you know your hair goes through different things, and we live in different cities. And, and my hairdresser stopped you know. mixing
2: it up, so I was like, yeah, "I'm, am going."
3: Like, mm, I'm yeah, going. you I'm need done. something new. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I'm
2: out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So i I
5: think I know what you're saying though about investing like your emotional load with that one person. There's safety in that when you go back. So I, I thankfully have had the same therapist for the whole therapy journey. Wow, I wow. the only one state. person?
1: So you've only ever only been one to one A guy therapist. or a girl?
5: Yeah, her name is Frankie. She is the bomb, just the greatest. Wow. How did you find the
2: Frankie? Bomb. It's so funny. My therapist is Joy, and it's like you want to say your. My therapist is Gwenda,
1: joined. and her name is, is Joy. That is just stunning. Yeah. But, it is, but I think it is sometimes like you. Like, did you feel this instant thing straight away, Maz? Like for all those years, all those different bits and pieces that you've gone through, that you've just clicked and connected, and gone, "Yep, no, nah, this is this. I'm locking this in."
5: So I went to see Frankie originally on the recommendation from a family member. Okay. So I was like going through a bit of stuff and it was my auntie who had been seeing Frankie and she was like, hey, you know what? Probably wouldn't do you any damage is to go and have a chat to this wonderful older lady. And Frankie's like grandma, age. Oh, my God. So is Joy. All three of them are.
1: Yeah, all three of them are. So I connected
5: instantly because I was like oh, oh man you know what I mean yeah. like, I want to tell you everything and you're going to keep me safe that was my immediate I guess response to what she was telling me and over the years there's definitely been times when I've been on my way to a session and wanted to cancel and mm-hmm. just go nope
1: I don't want to hear it today. I is Frankie hardcore with what you? Do? What is she like? Is she, well, is she soft and she warm and lovely? Homework. Or is she, is, will she tell you the truth? Like what? what's her kind of way? Like what works with you? She's quite practical with me. So I guess it goes in seasons, but she,
5: I usually get a bit of homework. So it'll be something that I'm trying to work through. And so she'll encourage me to journal or, um, or meditate or um, work out less. <laughs> that, mm. that was something that came up. Um, so she gives me practical stuff because that is, I think over the years we've figured out that I am a doer. And so I can sit in a room for an hour and talk, but then I feel like I haven't achieved anything. So I've got to get the achievement part.
0: Yeah, sorted. Right.
3: Mm-hmm. So
5: she'll give me practical um, stuff to do. But she's super honest with me. Um, but then also I have done the work. So I, it's that you've, got, it's that beautiful um, friendship with someone where she's investing in me and giving me, you know, structure, advice, wisdom, but I'm also going away and doing the work and trying to figure myself out and doing the journaling or the meditating or the walking its the interesting or because or whatever I, it is and I
2: think that does contribute to your relationship because I think if some of you are, are listening and going I'm not getting that connection it's a really good question are you putting in your end of the bargain because mm. I think a lot of the time we imagine we go to therapy they're going to tell you what to do and, and they're kind of solving your problems and it's not necessarily about that you need to be ready to, to do the work and I think that's, That's why my, a few of my friends go to my therapist, and that she often talks. How Stacy, you know, this yeah. is and this, and I and they we all laugh about how I'm the gold star <laughs> therapy student, um, because I am <laughs> and have always been. But it's because we, you know, it was, must be so lovely for her to see me go. And and do the work well, and so succeed. like a respect and an so, exchange. So then you yeah. get that bond as a as a two of you as a connection, you know. And I think to get that rapport, it won't
1: always be them bringing it. I think you that's need a really to, you need to bring it back. I think that is a really good thing to point out because I was talking about this to a mate the other day, and and they've like got you know discovered some really full on things about themselves that they want to change. And then the way that they were talking about going to see a therapist, they don't currently say when they're like yeah I want to go and ask and you know figure all of that figure all of that out you know I really want to you know figure out where that first came from so I can kind of work through it and get get over it and I'm like same thing I'm like you don't just go drop your thing and then they're like oh it's probably from when you were seven when you felt abandoned from your mum you know like mm. it doesn't I don't know, I think that's, and then when you're going to a therapist and you're not getting those light bulb aha moments, you know, three sessions in, that's when you go, oh, therapy's not for me, I'll throw the towel in. Like it is, a, it yeah. is also taking responsibility for your part too. And- but there are different ways of therapy, I will
2: say. Mm-hmm. There were times in my therapy where I was feeling like I needed a bit more clarity, which is when I turned to kinesiology um which is where they can give you a little bit more specifics if that's your personality so i mm. i do stand by that but i think you know if you're 6 months in you are putting in the work and you're still feeling like you want a bit of clarity there are
1: different ways to do therapy too or different pe- or different therapists
2: yeah yeah, definitely. There's so, mm. so, so, so many options. But it is, my my therapist would be probably a little bit more, um, she's much, she's very spiritual with me. Mm. I think, I wonder if there are different ways of doing therapy or they, are they kind of bend and are flexible with what your needs are. I reckon it's, it's your
1: needs. The a tricky but, one.
2: I think it's a bit of both. I think a lot of the people that I know that go and see my therapist, she does do similar things because that's the way she is. So, I think it is a bit of both, of both. But she's much more kind of look after the inner child. <laughs> protect and, and be safe to the inner child and and is very soothing and kind of loving almost like to, to try and teach you to be loving to yourself
1: hey Maz just quickly before we move on um yeah, what yeah. about therapy because obviously you said you've gone for particular things you know if you're going through something mm. or you know through your divorce or things have come up went did it change from a I've got to go to a therapist to help me through this one thing to it being like a almost like a car service where it's like regular checkups yeah. so there might not even be something going on but you still go.
5: I still go every few weeks, regardless of what's going on in my world. And and sometimes I'll sit down and she'll just go, great, you're smashing it. Like, good on you. This is awesome. But I I think that shifted a couple of years ago for me where I was like, you know what? Like, I do certain things to keep my body in check. Um, I eat good food. I exercise, but I'm not doing anything for my mental health. Mm. And that's that is the thing that can really trip a lot of us up so just to keep myself and then if you are in that situation when you feel like everything's good you can sit down on a couch and that person's a professional and they can identify what could be a red flag or um, something that will trigger a spiral for you and they can go hey this is what I'm hearing let's you know let's kind of catch this before it." it gets out of control for you
2: yeah and before we move on because philip has gone off i do want to use the analogy i've used this before on the show and i don't know what the actual proper term is i'm just going to have a go at it but you wouldn't choose to build a house in the rain the you know the the best weather and climate to build your house is in the sunshine right so yes you've got to think about that with your life with therapy Mm. you you know when things are really great is the the time where you're probably learning the most about things. You're you're sharp, you're concentrating, you're still working on things because when shit hits the fan and things aren't going great, therapy is amazing because you need to be building cover some way because it's raining, but you're not always getting the strongest cover Mm. because it's raining and shit's
1: happening. I think a lot of, yeah, I think that is a bit of a thought process for a lot of people That's what I mean. So you've got to think
2: about it that way. You you know, you want to build the strongest house, The best foundations you're going to build are when it's the sun's shining. Mm.
1: Yeah, that's really that good should be point. a qu- That should be a quote on a meme. Well, that okay. should
2: be on a T-shirt.
1: Yeah. Yep.
2: How do we do that? I mean, like uh, maybe the therapy people can contact me for uh
1: you know, magnets or
2: something. Yeah, yeah. It's, it needs to be. It's something. a fucking good <laughs> one. It's really, yeah, it's good. But I wish I had better
1: word economy. <laughs> With your, your face on a house or something. <laughs>
2: Oh, I mean, we'll workshop it. We'll work It's not about it. me, guys. It's about the people. Your face is the house. No, your face is on the sun. Oh, it's the shining out. sun. Because my because my face is round. Just say it. No, this
1: is your thing. No, yes. that's your shit.
2: Well, I don't know because you've just called me a sun, so the sun is. You circle. said you were a moon face, not a sun face. Yeah, but same shape, bro. <laughs> reckon the girls are over sharers.
4: Wait till you see them on Snapchat (laughs) See what goes down behind the scenes Follow the Thinker Girls on Snapchat
2: Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt Now imagine them getting even
4: softer over time
2: A professor at Deakin University in Melbourne has done that quite easily. He's come out and said that he is not liking... Netflix. Why? What issues he got with Netflix? Well, he's blamed it for one of his students not turning up to the first lecture of their semester, which was called estate planning. I mean, who's rushing to that? <laughs> but then it's funny because obviously the, the, that particular student has chosen that as a subject. So you think that at the absolute minimum, I didn't really like uni either, but at the absolute minimum, you're going to the first class. But Adrian Rafferty is his name and he has tweeted, no, sorry, he's
1: put it on LinkedIn, I didn't even know that's you could a ver- just... that's a random place to put a rant, isn't nah. it? But I guess if you're a lecturer, maybe that's a place where lecturers are hanging out ranting on LinkedIn.
2: Yeah, and uh, professionals. Oh yeah, you know the corporate mm. types. Anyway, Adrian has said on LinkedIn, <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> the world we live in these days—that is the absolute minimum standard of service. So, so incentive to come to uni does diminish. Netflix Netflix binges over a
1: weekend or a couple of days are now the norm. Yeah, but we've all been there. Ladies the norm. Like, everybody's doing it. Everybody's got a show where you go... Like, I, how much of my life have I spent watching these eight series? Could I actually have put that to good use?
2: Well, it's funny because I I think I go in and out of this type of part of my personality, if that makes sense. So it flares up at different points. I know that maybe about five years ago, I reckon I clocked up about 12 hours of Grey's Anatomy in one session. Straight? Yeah, I was quite unhappy at that point. Toilet stops? <laughs> You're sitting on a potty? What was it? Oh, please, mate. The <laughs> toilet was next door. It's not far. And, uh, but I wasn't leaving the house, you okay. know? Like I was getting delivery. It God, was all twelve hour. That's solid and a solid emotional energy because Grey's yes. Anatomy, man, from episode to episode, people are dying, brain crashes, the works. But it's interesting because I said to my man last night, my birthday, had this you know beautiful dinner, whatever. We get home and I actually said the words to him, "Oh my God, we've only got three more episodes of Younger. Why don't we just get it out of our system so then it will all be done and then we don't have to do it anymore on your birthday night?" And he was like, "We have choice here." <laughs> like, like, and I was like, yeah, but I feel like I'm thinking about it all
1: the time until it's clocked. Like, it's, I, I know can't what you mean. Stop. And he was like, you are sick. It's kind of like after Easter, you know, when you have so much chocolate in the house, and you're like, I just need to eat it all. Like, let me just gorge on it all, so then it's all gone, and then I won't be tempted to eat like junk food in the future. But I'm the same with Netflix. Ah, oh, I'm real bad for Orphan Black. I reckon I've done about a five or six hour session, not as bad as twelve. But like, when the preview starts playing, and you've got that 14 seconds to like opt in or opt out sometimes I'm like, oh, no, it's starting again. It's starting again. It's Friday and
2: it's cold. So a lot of people are heading into this being a real potential for their weekend. We've got to get you out of it. We have to get you out. There are ways for you to put a puffer on and get outside. Like,
1: there's possibility. There's life out there. There's life outdoors. The way that we can do this is do it together, though. Let's, like, put up our hands, and if you are somebody that has a a Netflix problem, a.k.a. everybody Put up our hands, like, kumbaya, like. What do you mean? Go put up your hand and say, yes, I have an issue with Netflix. Binging on it, you know. Let's do like a therapy session together because that's the way you solve life's problems. You know, just talking it out. Yeah, because unfortunately I think Adrian
2: Rafferty might have a point. 31065 is the number. Join our Netflix therapy
1: session. Would you like to share with us what's led you into recovery?
4: I do have a very big problem.
1: Don't we all? Oh, seriously. What was your biggest
2: hit? Grey's Anatomy 12 hours? Uh, Yes, but more recently, Younger. I mean, look, it's a woman who pretends that she's really young and she's really old. There's not a lot to it. But,
1: man, I can't stop watching. Mine's Orphan Black. I reckon I've done about the uh, maybe seven, eight-hour mark. What's Orphan Black? Don't you mean oranges in your bucket. No, No. Orphan Black. You need to get it. It's so good. It's like lots of action. It's very good. Actually, you probably don't watch it. You wouldn't like it. Okay. I think we need to hand-hot... God, it's definitely the weekend. We need to, like, hold hands. That's right. Sit that's around right. in a circle, be there for each other, admit that we've all got problems and work on this together because there's more to life this weekend than just sitting in front of the telly in a hole, you know? Jeremiah, welcome to the show and to Netflix therapy.
3: Hey.
2: What is your Netflix problem?
3: Um, I
4: binge-watch Shameless. I suppose you could say I have a shameless binge-watching problem. Oh,
1: what's your biggest stint, Jeremiah? Because, uh, you know, we're all here, to be honest, to fess up, and there will be no judgment.
4: Uh, I'd say it's easily about 14 hours. Like, I'll come home from work and, like, just watch Shameless all night and then just wake up. Or barely even wake up. I just go straight to work the
3: next morning.
2: The only judgment I have about it is your radio in the background. Could you turn that down, Jeremiah? Uh, yes, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. Uh, look, it is a tricky one, and it's it's hard to get through it on yeah. your own. Uh, how do you think you're going to be able to tackle the weekend, Jeremiah?
4: Oh, I don't know. It's just one step at a time, one episode at a time, really. just I'm trying to get through it. Well, this... season six, so as soon as I'm done, it's like I can... Just get it out of the way. That's I'll what everyone
1: done. with a problem says, though. Just that yeah. one bit more. Just that one bit more. And we are here. We are yeah. here and we accept you as you are to to just really own that you've got a problem. We're so proud of you. 31065, you can call us at any time, but we
2: are leaving at 6 p.m. So yeah, you'll yeah. We'll have to call someone else after that.
1: Yeah, maybe someone that can help more or whatever. Or we'll be available. Yeah, that too. I'll be at the bar. Yeah. <laughs> Birthday weekend. <laughs> Caleb, uh, I'm
2: 31065. Welcome to our Netflix therapy group.
4: Hey, uh, yeah, my name is Caleb, twenty years old, and I guess I'm a Netflix venture.
2: Hi, Caleb. Hi Caleb. Nice for you to join us. Uh, just talk to us a little bit about your your cravings.
4: All right. So one time, um, I only 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 watch about Netflix about five hours a night. But oh, one time I, mean, I no, did... judgment. no,
1: no judgment. Hashtag no judgment. It's a safe space, yeah. Stacey. Sorry, Caleb. I
4: didn't. Yeah, I didn't leave the bed for about two and a half weeks.
1: Oh, it's really hard not to judge. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> but, 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 Caleb, it's, it's, the, fir- it's yeah. the first step. So what are, you, what are you going to do this week and how are you going to go? Have you got, like, a, you know, somebody there for support that you can lean on to make sure that you actually get out of bed and put some pants on? We're only available to six.
4: Well, um... I almost did finish my TV series, so that could be a step in trying to find another one where I have a few days off. Oh, God, no.
2: No, no, no. This is the thing that we find ourselves, it feels like you've got to get to the bottom and you think that the fix will be done. That's not the answer. Caleb, good luck for your weekend. I mean, weekends is definitely a trigger. It's a tough one. And when it's cold outside, it's definitely something that you
1: lean on. You know what it is too? Suggested searches, you know, when they're like, it's a ninety-eight percent match, and you're like, it's almost a sure thing. I will love this show too. And they set it up to dangle it in your face. Fourteen seconds to think about things. Oh, what about you, Claire? We're all we're all here to admit that we've got a problem for Netflix therapy.
4: I know. I have the same thing. I'm Claire, and I'm twenty.
1: Hi, and Claire. I
4: have a major problem. I watch Vampire Diaries the, all the seasons seven times.
1: Oh wow! Seven times each, or.
4: No, seven times, or like every season I watch seven times. So I watched Vampire Diaries seven times over.
2: Oh, my God. So your problem isn't just that you get to the bottom of a series and feel clock it and then move on. You just keep watching the same series. So you're uh, what we like to call in deep.
1: Yes. I, as soon as it's over, bam, straight to season one, episode one. Claire, seven's a charm. I've got a feeling you're not going to go back to eight and we're here for you, well, till 6 p.m. anyway, uh, to be of support. Good luck, Claire. Um, We'll speak to you next
2: time. James on 31065, wrap this up for us. It's our last call for Netflix therapy.
5: Hi, guys. My name's James. I'm 23 years old and I have a Netflix problem.
1: Hi, Hi, James. James.
3: So this weekend I was actually planning on to watch about four, maybe pushing it to five seasons of Arrow. Oh, God. <laughs>
4: Starting I've tonight, watched that too. Like, it's hard. Like, and, not, and not leaving my bed until, like, Monday morning
3: to go yeah. back to work.
2: I feel like some of the other calls we kind of fluffed around. Like, James, let's be a bit more proactive here. Uh, whereabouts are you living? Where, where are you from?
3: <laughs> I'm, I'm from Berwick, Melbourne.
2: Okay, in Melbourne. Uh, I know. Okay, I'm from Melbourne. I'm going. I'm originally from Melbourne. I'm going to. I'm in Melbourne this weekend too. There is a Finders Keepers market on. The weather's not going to be too amazing. Some rain, partly cloudy, but it still means you can get outside. Also, I think there's a Leaps and Bounds festival. Does that tickle your fancy? Anything to get out of the house?
4: <laughs> I'm, I'm, I've got. I've got plenty of offers. I've got. A, I'm, I'm meant to be going to a twenty-first tomorrow night. I was going to blow it off. I've got
3: my other mate on Sunday. He wants to go catch up for like a feed. And I just. Nah, nah. We've
2: also been fed the Berwick Food and Wine Festival's on as well. Oh, I James, mean, you've you've got 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 out get there. out there. Get
1: out there.
4: <laughs> <laughs> but why? Like, Arrow's such a good movie and, like, bed is just so
3: warm. James, the world, life? the
1: world... life why? The world deserves James. you. The world deserves you, James, and yeah. you're young. Don't waste your youth on Arrow. James, you're better than Arrow. You're better than this. <laughs> <laughs>
5: have, have you seen him, though? Like, like I'm straight and I reckon he's hot. Like,
1: I, I would agree. He is very, very attractive. <laughs> but apart from that, we think you've got it in you. You're already in the Thinker Girls posse. Now
4: let's make it Facebook official. Just search the Thinker Girls on Facey, Insta and Snapchat.
2: So basically, um, I have... I'm, we're really big supporters and passionate about women masturbating more, basically. Mm-hmm. Not just because you need to be able to pleasure yourself, uh, because why wouldn't you if that's an option on the menu and not waiting mm-hmm. until you meet someone that will. But the the second thing is you also need to be able to pleasure yourself so you know what you ne- you are looking for in the bedroom. But I do think that there can be a thing where, and I know when I was sing- have been single for a very, very long time, that you... Almost like for me, if I was going to do that before I went to bed, it wasn't like all the time I'm thinking at the end of the day, Oh, I'm really going to mix this up and experiment. You know, I'm going to do something. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> Sorry. Cheers. No, You're, You're, joking. Joking. You're joking. We've made it. Thank you. She's got a side. Um, no. I've got a cheeseburger and a cider beer in front of me. Bloody it's hell. Excellent. Anyway. Um, responsible drinking, everyone. You know.
1: No, this um, is a podcast. You don't need to do yeah, that stuff Yeah. <laughs>
2: Do what you need
1: to get through the Friday, eh? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so. get on it. Get on it. Yeah. Anyway, um, as you are saying.
2: Yeah. So I think you kind of come home. You do what you need to do. You know the thing that you know exactly what you need to do to to get there straight up, and then off off you finish. It's like a, a done deal for a lot of people. You kind of repeat. Yeah. And it might yeah. not be every single day, like clockwork, at the same time, whatever. But there is a pretty good chance that if you are masturbating. Um, and you have been over the years mm-hmm. that you've got an idea of what your specialty is. That you in know that what. Department. That you know what works. Well, would you guys agree with that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, so I,
1: I, I'm so on board with that. Yeah, and I, I, I yeah.
2: I think the interesting thing is, though, is I was so open and spoke on this podcast about how when I started my relationship, I wanted a fresh start with everything, including a sexual start. I didn't want us to be bringing in things that we knew worked and didn't work with other partners that we, you know, that we were scared of doing or not doing or hadn't tried with someone else. So therefore, we think that you shouldn't try it with each other. I wanted to start completely fresh, like we were, you know, teenagers exploring each other for the first time where we knew all this information, but our bodies were ready to to try everything and and be able to kind of merge and be really in sync with each other as new partners um, because you get older. He's He's much older than me too. So there's so much baggage that you get from mm. that side of your life, not mm. just emotional with your parents and your work and your friends, but also your sexual history brings you to a place. Mm. And I think for me at the beginning, I was all about that attitude, yet in in reality, to be actually getting out of that routine of knowing what got me off in masturbation and kind of heading and trying to incorporate that in our sex life really held me back from having other amazing experiences because I kind of kept leaning on that muscle. Like I was... You know, no pun intended, but I was like going back to that place where I went, no, this is going to A, be Mm. the one thing that gets Mm. me off and I know that and it became about getting yourself off and it had to be about climax every time and B you don't even and you don't start there necessarily but then when you kind of are going for a while you Mm. go well I'm just going to go here because Mm. I don't know if I'm going to actually orgasm from doing that so we better just hurry up and so you rush everything yeah and so you end up going to that thing that you know that it might not be exactly this I'm not masturbating in front of him but you end up it's basically masturbating with them it's Mm. like and I was like I did it a couple of times and I was like well, firstly, I shouldn't be using climax as a prize because that's not, you've got to get out of that habit um, because there's so many different cool things that you can do together that doesn't always equate that. And B, there's so many different ways to orgasm that I'd never experienced in my life. And if I continue to just go down that one path, whoa, would I have missed out on a lot? hmm yeah,
3: Was it a, Can I just ask, is it a, like a, a confidence, well, not a confidence, sometimes I think you got like, it's exciting in your relationship because you can go in and be whoever you want to be. So maybe if you're a bit timid and not very outspoken in another relationship. And I believe we are who we are because of both of us together. The, you know, the chemistry of you both so together true. creates who you are. It's so and, and
2: true. That's why you've got to be so careful who you choose because... Mm. You yeah. are, you do, you don't become one, but your relationship certainly is an amalgamation. Oh, Therefore, totally. You're it so influenced. Your life. Yeah, 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 yeah,
3: yeah. And you can only be um, so outgoing or so forward or, but that's or whatever. That's so true. If, if what you're getting given is not equaling that. But then sometimes I find that you could go into something thinking, oh, this time I'm going to be this or that. Maybe maybe things you thought you weren't. But then, what you're saying, you sort of you fall back into habits of who you are and you realize, oh my God, no matter. How much someone can coax you out and be like "Make you confident, you do tend to go back to Old habits of how you were. Yeah, that's what I was saying. So I oh, felt no. the
2: safest and most open and most um sexy and and confident in myself that I ever had. That's the that's the really interesting thing, but because I had just had those kinds of conditions of repeat, repeat, repeating myself, even with having that great unity together and this kind of open space and conversation and that. It didn't. I had to. It didn't take long, but I really had to consciously remind myself to fuck that stuff. Well, you
1: think about it. Like it's it's your (laughs) it's basically your whole life. Like it's you know like what you know three decades of that kind of Of conditioning. (laughs) Yeah. Or no, I'm just saying of that kind of conditioning where you see it in movies and TV shows, and you know like even growing up as a kid, you kind of uh, have this idea that if I don't make him come, that I've failed. Or in movies, like or in porn, no one's like just having sex and it's and not and not and not, and not getting there at the end and I... I think that's a really nice place that you've arrived at in yourself, as you say, to feel the most comfy and, you know, confident and sexy in yourself. But then also your relationship and your partner has obviously, you've created a space yourself, but then also with him where he's allowed you to feel that too. Because yeah. I think you can feel the most comfy in yourself and you can you can have those practices in your own masturbation and self-pleasure where you feel like, no, I'm not going to take this, this straight, you know, like easy route to get there. I'm going to take the long way and really enjoy it. But if you're not made to feel really confident with somebody else whilst you're having, you know, sex then it would be easy to just go okay, well I'll just keep that to myself and my own masturbation Mm. because I feel as though there's this pressure. Even if you're Mm. not really saying anything or doing Mm. anything, I feel this pressure to hurry up. I feel like that. I feel like that in my own relationship. I know Mm. I know my I know my boyfriend loves me and he wants me to get there and he says that he's patient and don't worry about the time and all that kind of stuff. But there is obviously still a thing in the back of my mind, myself, and with him where I'm like, oh. But it's never about, and not to talk about
2: your relationship specifically, but it's never about the actual sexual timing. No, so never. He might, you know, in, in that example, he might be um, saying he's patient, but then he might not be patient in other parts of your life and that's where you pick picking that up because relationships are so complex and so connected to everyday so you take that into your sex well, life. Well it's
1: such a yeah it's like a really um it's a symptom. yeah if, yeah sex is like a symptom or a symbol of where you at, are. Yeah, at. Simple, Car- sorry, yeah. yeah and I reckon yeah that there can be that you can have an awesome relationship and you really love each other but then your sex life is not that great and I think I
2: don't agree with that. I think that it is a symptom of sorry it is a symbol of where you are. I actually think that what's going on with you in your sex life can sometimes be where you are in your relationship? I, Actually, most of the time. I think sometimes,
1: but I don't think always. Mm.
3: I don't I've, think always either. Nah, I think sometimes, nah. but, but not always. I, I think, and also that thing about time, that uh, someone said to me, if you, uh, someone that rushes, like I rush through life just in general all the yeah, time. Yeah, me too. And, yeah. and someone said to me, that is a sign that you don't think that you're worthy of time. Of things mm. of taking that extra time, whether it's for yourself or sometimes in the mm. conversations I go, I go, anyway, this is going to wrap up in a minute. Just so you know, I'm not going to mm. keep talking. And I always apologise. Oh, I talk too much. And I think girls have this thing of, I'm sorry, sorry, if that if it's taking too long, and I feel like I'm not worthy of that time, and that yeah. they're bored. Yeah um, it's such so an emo- it's is-
1: such a um an emotional Sorry, thing I too. it's so said, deep. Yeah. I should have
2: said it doesn't equate to necessarily your relationship it can equate to one or one of the individuals. So it, you know your sex life it might yeah. not be yeah. your relationship but yeah. it, but if you are if something's going on with your sex life it will also have something to do with maybe you personally. your relationship or you yeah. individually which one it is. Yeah I agree with that, with that. for sure. So, yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Were you
4: part of this convo and want
2: more? Yeah. Join our
4: Thinker Girls posse on Facebook, Instagram or thethinkergirls.com.au. I'll make the world
3: go wild. Get ready because here I come. Next week on Thinker
1: Girl, the podcast. Because our family friend, her name's Ines, <laughs> and her last name is Adminis. That's just the same name. That's no, it's not. What? That's <laughs> her maiden name, Innes Adiniss. Like she didn't marry into that, so it's not like a cruel twist of fate. That was her name.
2: Innes Innes is the same name. The Thinker Girl, the
0: podcast with the Thinker Girls, Stacey June and Christy Mercer. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well.